Like me, some people get really nervous before talking to a stranger or even friends. I've even gotten so nervous that I'd write down a sort of script or about the things that I want to talk about during the conversations. No one wants awkward silences. But just to make it clear, having silences with friends is normal and doesn't mean you don't love them or that you're not close with them. Hi guys! Welcome to Cuddle with Cookie. I'm Jingu and I'm here with my cookie baby. The topic we've chosen for today is socializing. The reason I wanted to talk about this with you all is because I was thinking about how low my social battery is most of the time and socializing has always been scary and hard for me. Before we step into this puddle, let's play pickety talkity. Right now, I can see a chair. Different people find different chairs comfortable. This is similar to how people, some people get along with each other and some don't. Everyone's values are different and each person has a certain vibe or wavelength to them which may or may not match with another set of people. And that's perfectly okay. Now, let's get to the topic. Socializing involves meeting people texting, calling, and other things. Like me, some people get really nervous before talking to a stranger or even friends. I've even gotten so nervous that I'd write down a sort of script or about the things that I want to talk about during the conversations. No one wants awkward silences. But just to make it clear, having silences with friends is normal and doesn't mean you don't love them or that you're not close with them. To talk more about this, we have two guest speakers, my best friends, Gitushka Parnappa and Sitara Chari. They're both people who make me feel warm inside and reassured that I will always feel loved. Gitushka is an introvert and Sitara is an ambivert, in my opinion at least. And I'd say I'm also an ambivert. Actually, maybe I'm an introvert. I'm not very sure. Side note, Sitara's nickname is Titao, and that's what I'll be calling her throughout the episode. Gitushka's nickname is Shikau, and that's not what I'm going to be calling her throughout the episode because she doesn't like to be called Shikau. Anyway, hi Gitushka and Titao. Thank you for hi. agreeing. Hello. <laughs> Thank you for agreeing to socialize with me on the podcast. It's an yes. honor. It's an honor for us too. Mm. It's an honor for us all. Th- it's an honor for us all. Since we're the same person. Yeah. 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 What does being an introvert and ambivert feel like? What's your definition of them? To me, being an introvert means that I gain energy by spending time alone. 
Um, and I lose energy when I'm socializing with people, even if I like them. Um, mm-hmm. I think that being an ambivert is when you can both gain and lose energy from socializing as well as staying alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So for me, introvert is like, so I'm both the introvert and the extrovert, hence the term ambivert, right? So for me, the introvert part is that I like interacting with people and interacting interacting with new people <laughs> isn't the scariest when I'm doing it. But if I'm around a lot of people at a time, like even like it was good that no matter how much I like them, I do tend to get tired. Mm-hmm. And but the extrovert part of me is yeah that I'm kind of. I'm very conscious about, no, 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 no. The extra part of me is that I'm good at socializing with new people. Like, mm-hmm. it's scary before I do it, but when I have to do it, I'm good at it. So that's the introvert and extrovert part of me, and like that's, mm-hmm. like, the ambivalent part of me. Okay. It, like, it is... When... Yeah? Okay. I was going to say that it is really true that for Titao, she is good at socializing when, like, in the moment, because it really shows, and everyone would agree with me. But yeah, you continue, Shikha. I mean, Gitishka. Um, that's <laughs> fine. Um, I was going to say, um, once Laura and I spent a lot of time together, like, just very naturally, we kind of, like, say for an hour or so, we just, like, are on our phones, not really talking and just, like, yeah. having time open to ourselves. Mm-hmm. And then we get back to, like, like I always whatever nonsense we do as the most comfortable because mm-hmm. we can it's very comfortable to just do nothing with her like there's no pressure yeah so like i can i yeah so if i have my social battery is drained mm-hmm. i go hers is too i will knit and crochet or like yeah so it's nice that way yeah comfortable silences are seriously the best i agree yeah, yeah. so do you get anxious before or while talking to people and what do you do to cope? Absolutely, yeah. I get I get anxious for both. Um, if it's like new people, or if I know vaguely how a conversation will go, um, and I'm anxious about it, I'll make like a mental script for it and go over it multiple times so I know like bullet points. Yeah, mm-hmm. this is what you say now, approximately. If I'm super um anxious for something, I'd try thinking of what a person or a character I admire would do in a very similar situation. Any mm-hmm. percent of the time, I wouldn't do the same thing, but it gives me like some semblance of confidence because the answer is not usually um sit back and n- be nervous about it. So, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For me, uh, yeah, like I mentioned before, I get more nervous before I talk to people because yeah because while i am talking to them i'm focusing on talking to them so for me like nervousness kind of goes away or it manifests in like a lot of talking like i'll you know ask many questions about them because mm-hmm. i'm very scared of yeah you like awkward silence isn't so bad like in the beginning it's bound to be there yeah but i get scared of awkward silences so i try and ask them a lot of questions mm-hmm. you know i have like a bank of questions what's your favorite movie do you like this do you usually like that oh no why you know stuff like that yeah but so like after the conversation i i just run through it and i was like okay wait was that okay was i too awkward was it too you know excited excited whatever yeah 
mm-hmm. then yeah while i'm doing it i i'm pretty sure i'm okay because i'm usually focusing on the other person and trying to make sure that they're comfortable so yeah okay so how you cope is that you focus on talking to that other person that's how you cope with your anxiety yeah. right yeah that's i guess one of the best ways to cope in my opinion um and <laughs> and i definitely do get anxious um before and after talking to people and what i do to co- do to cope is i call both of them or anyone else uh for comfort or suggestions about both of them both of us both of them yes both of you guys yeah. uh yeah. about like suggestions about what to talk about and all that or sometimes i journal out my worries and sometimes i tell myself that even if it does get awkward i can end up having a good comfortable relationship with that person uh, because mo- a lot of good relationships start off with like awkward silences and all that so you can definitely have good relationships even if it's awkward at first and these two are proof of that because you can hear from them how their first meeting was really awkward yeah you guys can talk about that right now yeah and even though it was like a play date yeah a play date yeah our dads were colleagues our colleagues <laughs> and they were just like wait your daughter's going to the school my daughter's going to go to the school too let's have to meet so like it was a dinner the parents were obviously interacting well and the two of us were sitting on the couch and we were like so Ooh. and i was like you're like oh, do you like movies she said no now in my head i was like she doesn't like movies what the hell <laughs> i was like do you like anime and she was like no and i was like shucks another one yeah yeah <laughs> and then I was like music music we found some common ground of music and I was like you're like what music do you like and she said what was it some synthetic rock and I was like oh <laughs> okay yeah i've never heard of that but like cool yeah. no 100% that was me trying to be edgy as like yeah <laughs> oh my <laughs> god you listen to night cool covers of disney music so disney songs okay so like yeah. <laughs> it's be fair it's be fair I also heard a couple of rocks. I'm just not a lot. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I was lying. I was just exaggerating. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so we didn't find any common ground. But like we just got along well. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. See, again yeah. I said, it's proof. And sometimes yes, I yeah. tell myself that I'm proud of myself for attempting to talk. Because it takes... Yeah. yeah takes a bit... of courage and energy to talk and socialize and all that so you should be proud of yourself okay yes. what are your anxieties with regards to socializing so well i think most people are afraid of like that awkwardness to some degree mm-hmm. like it's a really weird feeling unless yeah. you're at least somewhat comfortable with the person mm-hmm. um so i hate that um but usually i climb up instead of like doing what the other doesn't ask more questions i climb up mm-hmm. um i also have this weird feel that i don't want the other person to go back with an impression like oh yeah this girl doesn't know what the heck she's doing she's so weird no um i mean that's true people just think that but that's true <laughs> i don't think yeah. I, i mean i that's completely valid but i at least for me 
I I wouldn't label someone as oh the weird one or that one or whatever just be, just like after meeting them or yeah I wouldn't do that and I hope people yeah, won't do that's that that's what the logic brain says yeah that's true that's <laughs> very true weird primal social anxiety brain says to hell with all of that screaming on it yes <laughs> agreed for me my main anxiety with like socializing is that they won't like me like just after one conversation and i was like well this conversation isn't a true representation of me or anything mm-hmm. so like i'm like you shouldn't like not like me just because of this and i understand that you know obviously people might just might just not vibe with me and i feel that too because it's usually mutual yeah but like even during the conversation even if i don't vibe with them i don't show that at all like i still try to make you know conversation i yeah mm-hmm. during that but my main thing is that what if they think i'm like really weird and stuff mm. and one more thing is that when people make jokes obviously they are jokes and everyone knows that but like i still like explain them or try and make it more clear that it is a joke because mm-hmm. like sometimes for me like lo- like a long ago if people would make some jokes and i just be like wait what and i tend to i kind of take it too seriously so if someone was there to you know clarify that it is a joke and this is what it actually means like that would have really helped but then i and when i do do that i feel like i'm kind of ruining that joke and stuff but yeah yeah and i don't think that's going to ruin the joke because what matters is you care about the other person not getting offended by that so called joke So I think what I'd see in if you like explain the joke what I would see is your compassion and care for people. So yeah, that's what I personally think. Anyway, yeah. um my anxieties are similar to you guys, the awkwardness and um not wanting people to think I'm weird and saying the right thing is also a thing for me. um i don't want to offend people by saying something dumb and i do try my best to be sensitive and yeah but that's always an anxiety for me and another thing is i stutter a lot as you all know um and i feel like they might find me weird so i'm just yeah i'm just scared that they'll find me weird because of the stuttering but i realize that if they like don't want my friendship just because i stutter a lot then they're not my people so i'm not losing out at all yes definitely yeah absolutely mm-hmm. um so for some people eye contact is really a key thing and for some people like it's not it doesn't really matter so what is it for you guys how important is eye contact hmm <laughs> Um I think I keep eye contact decently well but it's not that big of a deal for me. Mhm. Okay. Um like I know I do tend to like lose focus and like look around because as I've said before I have the attention of the attention squirrel. Of the yes. Like nothing. Um mm-hmm. but I don't find it irritating anymore. Uh, if people don't keep eye contact with me mm-hmm. i definitely used to i used to get very offended over it but um actually started this was you um <laughs> you know, what um, <laughs> yeah um when we first met i was on her phone a lot but and i used to get really irritated in the beginning but 
uh, I started understanding that um, you still paid attention even though you were on your phone. I was like, oh, yeah, multitasking. Yeah. And then you spread it to me, you know, I, I'm on my phone. Yeah. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> you did though? <laughs> For me, I. So. I used to be very bad at keeping eye contact and I didn't even realize it until in eighth grade when my friend, she pointed out, she's like, bro, why don't you ever like keep eye contact? You always talk like this. And like, you know, she showed me how I talk and her eyes imitating mine, which is like dotting everywhere. And I was like, oh, really? Is that how I talk? And like, I wasn't offended or like, you know, I, I didn't feel yeah, offended by yeah. her impression or anything, but mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I don't know I talk like that. And then I was like, okay, I should probably improve that mm-hmm. because again like like if people did that to me i would notice it and i'd be like wait why aren't you holding eye contact yeah but then like i didn't hold it either so now i'm much better at holding eye contact but i start, when i am holding eye contact mm-hmm. i feel like it's too intense like i keep staring into their eyes while they're talking mm-hmm. so then i tend to look at anyone else in their face and i realize i now look at their lips while they talk <laughs> and then I noticed it literally just a week ago, and I was like, oh, is this normal? Because, like, in every book, romance book I've read, if you notice their lips, it typically means, like, oh, you're noticing the lips. But, yeah. like, one, I'm A, so, like, that really wouldn't matter to me. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, so now I'm like, okay, do you stare at everyone's lips, or do you only stare at, like, certain people's lips? <laughs> and I'm telling myself, no, no, you do that to everyone. Yeah, you're not being, yeah. But so yeah. I'm much better at holding eye contact now. Mm-hmm. But I think I still do tend to like wander around because I feel like the eye contact gets too intense after a while. Yeah, okay. That's really understandable. For me, I think um eye contact is really important because I feel closer to the closer to the person if um I maintain eye contact. There's something intimate about yeah, like meeting, locking eyes or whatever. I mean, I guess I'm romanticizing it, but it really is something intimate for me. No, definitely it is. And I'm also just mm-hmm. like, I just realized, like with you guys, mm-hmm. I don't think, like I can really send you guys and be like, mm-hmm, yeah, while you're talking. But I think mainly with like my friends here, I'm not that the closest to them, so it's still kind of weird. Mm. And I can like completely look away while they're talking, like not look away. So like if we're both sitting on a table on the same side, so we're both facing the front, mm. I can just turn in her direction and not look at the person while they're talking. Yeah. But I'm still listening. So, like, I notice I do that. Mm. That's there. Yeah. Um, so, while I do think eye contact is important and brings me closer to the person, I would understand if, you know, if the person doesn't maintain eye contact because some people just are maybe, like, nervous or something. So, I wouldn't really... Um, be that offended so there's that um is it easier to talk to strangers or friends or acquaintances so i find it easy to talk to complete strangers mm-hmm. and super close friends okay. like i was thinking about it and genuinely if anyone else apart from you if you know, I was uh, mm-hmm. going with this podcast, I would be like a stuttering mess, let me tell you. Ah, um, okay. But what you call it? Strangers is easy because I know, like, what you're going to talk to me for, like, a little bit, and then you're going to go back and forget all about me, and that's fine. Yeah. You're not going to have any detaining impressions of me. Close mm-hmm. friends is easy because, like, you've already dealt with all my weird stuff, right? 
exactly. you've already dealt with me being an absolute hooligan. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. But, <laughs> um, but what do you call it? Acquaintances and just like normal friends. It's um, it's it's a bit strange. Like I get really awkward about it. They're fine, but I struggle. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Uh, for me, it's. Easier. So, complete strangers definitely just means that, like, for example, if I'm in a classroom mm-hmm. and there's my classmate that I don't know, and if we're like starting to talk about those things, it's much easier to talk to them. Okay, then I guess it would be acquaintances, not strangers, because I do know them. Yeah, so like it's a lot easier to kind of just spill like my deepest, darkest secrets to them mm-hmm. <clears throat> because, like. <laughs> They don't know me well enough to judge me, so like okay. that's very comforting. Like you can't yeah. judge me based on what just what I'm telling you, because the main judgment I'm always scared of is that oh that doesn't seem like you. Mm. So, like that I still like as as much as I you know love I have you know other close friends as much yeah. as I love them, I, there are still things that I'm nervous about telling them. It's mm. not with you guys, which is great, mm-hmm. and. I have to tell myself just because I'm more nervous about telling them some things than you doesn't mean like they're not as close, close to me as yeah. you. Like exactly. So there's just things like that. But otherwise, yeah, it's mainly easier to talk to acquaintances. Okay, and I understand that fear of um, will people ask? Will people think that oh, that's not like you? If if I if you say something. People yeah, exactly. Think, like the lack of authentic authenticity and like being genuine, but I think, um, I mean, obviously, if you look at the rational mind, um, what it says is that your friends would understand that this is just a different part of you that they have not seen. It doesn't mean that that's not you. It's just a different yeah. side of you that they've not seen, and like real friends would be open to that. So. You wouldn't really have to, um, you know, break your head over that. that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, for me, I I agree with both of you. Um, strangers, it's easy to talk to strangers for me because, you know, no fear of judgment because I don't really care if you judge me or not, uh, because you you don't really affect my life much. And friends, I mean, close friends. I kind of did register that you said strangers at first, and I thought you were talking about us, and I was no. like, you don't that much. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, I did. Hey, um, and close friends, it's also easy to talk to close friends, because obviously they're in my comfort zone, so it's easier to talk to them. Um, Tell me something about your social lives and your journey over the years gosh let's see um all most of my life to like the end of eighth grade or something so that's still ninth grade um i only had two even to mostly close friends uh, mm-hmm. who were my apartment friends mm-hmm. um and i really was just cordial and like acquaintances with the people in my class mm-hmm. then i met Tara. That happened, and then I met you. Yes. Um, and I think by tenth grade, I was more close to the people in our class, mm-hmm. so that was nice. Yeah, we had like um, a big group of like almost half. We, the we class. had a yeah. Yeah, it was it was like two thirds, but it was like a giant group. Yeah, exactly. Um, that was amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was eleventh and twelfth with online schools. 
um i think i lost touch with a few people more than a few people from that group yeah but i also made like a couple more friends yeah um and then from 12th to uni i lost touch with some people from school obviously mm. i've gotten closer to one though that's nice Mm. And here, because of my amazing socializing skills, I have managed to make one and a half friends. One and a half <laughs> is a lot. For sure. <laughs> Just like the right half is like yes and the left half is like no. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So to me, every school I've been, like I've been to quite a lot of schools mm-hmm. and in most of them I was like the new student mm-hmm. so when I joined people were naturally interested in me so they would approach me so then it was much easier to make friends because uh, I didn't there wasn't the pressure of me to go up to people and be like bro you have to make friends you have to talk to people first mm. because they started talking to me mm. and then like in Aditi uh, in our high school mm. the literally in ninth grade I don't want a bunch of new students but since I had become friends like Gitashka like I barely even made an effort in class I'm very sorry could do <laughs> It's fine I guess I didn't either also sorry Gitna <laughs> Yeah <sighs> So like yeah and then but like so like we said in 10th grade we had like a huge fan group and like we weren't all like the closest to each other like i couldn't go and talk to every one of them like mm-hmm. if i was feeling down or anything yeah. but the thing that made us like a group was that we wanted to do stuff together and we got along yeah but then so then after that in 11th grade luckily i stayed in touch with like i i would say i got closer to like some of my friends too online mm-hmm. and i'm really also glad with that because right now because we're used to uh, being in touch online being in uni and being physically away from them it helps yeah. that we know how to get along online online itself because, yeah. yeah yeah and now in uni i i attended like an orientation program that was designed to help us make friends so like even here i have a group of like quite a lot of friends and we all study together every weekend we go out and i don't sound like this i am sick right now so but like this weekend i can't do stuff with them but like mm. we would typically go out every weekend to the mall or like we went go-karting and stuff like that very but, like, cool yeah it's very fun mm-hmm. but there's not like a friend here that i can go to for anything like if i'm feeling like there's still i mean that are mm. but it's harder yeah so but on one hand i'm glad because that makes me stay in touch with all my best friends from home yeah so like yeah. but stay in touch with you yeah yeah but like yeah <laughs> i do think that even if you do become like really close with people there in your uh, university I think we'd still be the same because that's not going to change anything between us however close you become with others so yeah that's what matters yeah. like like I said I'm convinced that the authenticity between the two of us is like one of those that I could go without talking to you for an age and then mm-hmm. um, yeah. whenever we do uh like get in touch again mm it'll be like nothing happened yeah, like exactly. I don't call both of you like a whole lot but it's so like yeah. the same yeah absolutely um I mean, definitely one thing that helps with like the not actually talking is just yeah. sending each other instagram posts yeah and just like yeah. just like the small gesture of be like hey i saw this post and i, I, you know, I think you'd like it like that's yeah. it's not enough it's like, like it's just enough because we're all communication going on exactly exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. 
it's yeah it's a little things i guess though i do i do apologize for whatever incest spam happened <laughs> <laughs> dude on the the a certain group with four people yeah and us i haven't read like bro you guys a million messages <laughs> yeah yeah literally i couldn't even read all of them i was like okay <laughs> Hello. So it's so like a bunch of nonsense. Yeah, exactly. Like, on the same fucking group. Um, yeah. I realized at some point that Kitsuna and I were the only people active. But yeah. So <laughs> I messaged her. Probably like, oh hey, do you wanna like? Not slam the group. The other two. Yeah. And then the fourth member started, and I was like, oh sorry, it's a problem. Yeah. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, something about my. social life and journey i had about 2 3 close friends when i was in psbb and uh, uh, until 8th grade and then um when i shifted to aditi in 9th grade i lost touch with some of them a lot of them actually and i was really sad about that and uh not just that i didn't really have any close friends in aditi uh in 9th and 10th So I think that was my peak. It's fine. <laughs> past is the past, I guess. Uh, but that was my like peak lonely time, and uh, where I felt really left out. But I did try to socialize. I I like um sat with them during you guys during the lunch breaks and um tried to impress you by not you you but yeah by learning like song lyrics and things. So I did try, but then. I guess I just didn't connect properly with many people, and then in eleven, okay. yeah, that's like fine. Yeah. I think that it's okay because you've got us again. Yes, yeah, we're, we're, we're all one group now. Yeah, we're all the same person one now. Person. Exactly, <laughs> yes, so it's person. fine. But I think that um, even if you don't find friends in your school or college or wherever. I think regardless of that you're still lovable and you're still in you're still an interesting person that really doesn't reflect anything sure. about you yeah. because I used to think that oh if people don't want to be friends with me it's because they don't like me or they don't find me interesting but that's not true at all no. people just have different compatibilities and it's it's really doesn't reflect on you so that's one thing but In eleventh and twelfth, I found my tribe. Um, these two and a bunch of a, a three four people. Hi. Yeah, and I feel very. And I feel really loved and grateful. So it had a happy ending, I guess. My journey. I mean, my journey's not ended. Ended, not but ending. Yes. 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 High school, maybe. Everything else, nothing. Yes, no. fine. High school journey had a good ending, but yeah, I've learned a lot um, through making friends, through being lonely, and all of that. And but this doesn't mean I don't struggle. with social anxiety now just because i've made a lot of friends but i guess it's we just learn to cope with it and support e- each other throughout the journey so that's what matters okay thank you again for talking with us on the podcast 
We hope you Thank had you fun. Yay! <laughs> I definitely had fun. Um, I will end this podcast here. We're very grateful for you guys. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. We will see you guys next time. Bye.